2: Welcome back to the Self-Helpless Podcast. I'm Kelsey Cook, and it's just me today Um, in terms of hosts. Delaney is getting married in what? two days from when i'm from when i'm recording this and so we're giving her the week off she's got a lot on her plate but i have a fantastic guest with me he's actually a return guest returning guest a return guest either way he is back on the show it is josh wolf he's a fantastic comedian he's a dear friend of mine and he's just one of the most positive people i know he he's just got such good energy to be around and I figured he'd be a great person to have back on the show and just kind of talk about some of his keys to feeling happy. And um, he he left Los Angeles um, maybe a couple years ago now, and he talked about how, how much that really helped him feel better overall. And we go on some tangents. There's a <laughs> there's a deep dive into women's eyebrows in the beginning. <laughs> I feel like some of you will relate to it. I know I definitely did. It was interesting to hear a guy's perspective on it. But um, yeah, when we had Josh on the first time, I believe it was in 2020, and I think we were talking about mushrooms and, and taking mushrooms and all that. So um, you can go back and listen to that first episode with him if you would like. And yeah, I hope you enjoy this interview. This episode is coming out on June 20th, which means that by the time you guys are listening to this, I will have just recorded my special. So thank you so much to any and all helpsters who came out. Um, it, it meant a lot to me. I can tell you right now, even though I haven't shot this special yet, If you came out and you're a helpster, it it meant a ton. So yeah, I I can't wait for you guys to actually see this special when it's out. I'm going to be at Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, not Ohio, as my tour shirts say, my good old old typo tour shirts. Um, I will be there June 30th through July 2nd. I will be back in Austin at Cap City Comedy Club July 15th through the 16th, and then Indianapolis August 5th through 6th. Coming up after that is like Houston, Spokane, Providence, Fort Collins, Raleigh, Washington, D.C., Grand Rapids, and Atlanta. Those are the rest of the tour dates for the year as of now. Maybe a couple more will get added, but God knows I am... I'm a tired gal. I'm pretty rubbed down, so that might be uh, that might be it for, for most of the tour dates coming up. But you can go to kelseycook.com and get those tour date tickets. You can also go to comedianjoshwolf.com and get tickets to see Josh on tour. Such a great comic, and his podcast is called Hey Man with three A's, and he has a podcast with his hilarious son. So check it out, and um, without further ado... Here is my interview with Josh Wolf, Bucket hat and all. Camo bucket hat, might I add. <laughs> you look like you are straight out of a 90s music video right now, and it makes me so happy. I'm getting a lot of like Lens Steal My Sunshine vibes.
3: Listen, I you know, when I wake up in the morning, I if you told me today is going to be like a 90s music video, I'd be like... Fuck yes, that sounds great. The only thing would be better if you told me today's gonna to be like an 80s music video and I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like it. Now I was, I have to tell you a long time ago, I was a bucket hat dude, like it was the 90s. Right. And I was so happy to see them come back.
2: You know, the kids right now, Gen Z, they are cranking out some fashion. I can get behind some of it and then the rest I'm like I, people are trying to make their eyebrows thin again and I'm like don't put me through this. Don't make can me I, do this. Eyebrow yeah.
3: I'm fascinated by this. By the <laughs> eyebrow thing. First of all, you know that that's all you're doing it for other women, right? Like, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean like like I will tell you the very thick the eyebrow thing was yeah. shocking for a lot of us when it first started <laughs> I mean, dudes were like get the fuck out what the fuck is that what is that i want you to know you all were doing it and we were all like get the fuck is that a caterpillar what is <laughs> that on your head
2: this and is then, so funny to hear a guy's perspective on it
3: can i tell you when when people were tattooing like and when they were started tattooing i'm like hey you are gonna want to change that trust <laughs> me when i tell you you that's there will come a day, and I mean like three weeks from now, where you're going to be like, fuck, this was a bad idea.
2: <laughs> when I say there will come a day, I mean tomorrow. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean like when you walked out. Oh, shit. Did I tattoo eyebrows? What <laughs> the fuck? The thick ones, I have to tell you. like, I, there was There was probably, and there were a bunch of the comics you know. Right. We were sitting around one night, and then one guy was like, I got another truth was everybody thinking about the eyebrows and everyone was like, what the fuck's going on? I'm so glad somebody said it. Holy shit. Are they growing thicker eyebrows? Are they trying to be my granddad? Like what the <laughs> fuck is going on with those giant thick mustache eyebrows? Bananas, bananas. But then women like them so much. We were all like, Oh, okay. Well, then I guess that's what we're doing. I mean, just don't put them over your vagina because that will, that'll just break the strap.
2: <laughs> just a so potato head down there. <laughs> yeah.
3: But it's, it's so funny, Kelsey. Now women's eyebrows are hairier than their vaginas.
2: It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's... it is absolutely true. <laughs> yes. It well, it was just this whole movement. Like, did you hear about soap brows? No. Okay. So that's what the thing was to have your eyebrows really thick these last few years. And then you would take a bar of soap and like a little spoolie, what you used to like comb through your eyebrows and you would get the spoolie wet and you would rub it in bar soap and you would brush through your brow hairs to make them all stand up and be really full and defined. (laughs) No. Let me say this though. That's an 80 year
3: old dude. (laughs) <laughs> you're turning yourself into my into an 80-year-old man with stray hairs sticking out. What? <laughs> what?
2: But here's what I will say. You think that you as a guy don't give a fuck about brows about brows or that like you don't notice when they're thin until a woman has such pencil thin eyebrows that they are like little commas or above you, her eyes and then that. you're like, "Hey, could, could use some more brow on this forehead.
3: I, I would agree with that. Like, like when, it, when, it, when it looks like a pencil thin mustache and you're like, hey. Yeah, because people who have thin eyebrows like that look surprised a lot.
2: Yes, it's just a whisper of a brow. Yeah. Just a yeah. gentle. I'm not
3: saying that either. You know, the extreme, <laughs> I'm not, I don't need the extreme on either. Your Goldilocks uh, me, eyebrows. eyebrows yeah, to me, eyebrows are the part that shouldn't be extreme. You know how it's fun to accessorize, but just leave the eyebrows the way they are. You know what I mean? Like, it's fun, but the eye... Mm. <laughs> One you man's opinion. to
2: do their job. You just want them to show expression and not yeah, be too much, sure.
3: <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, I'm, I hope we help somebody. <laughs> we
2: really- <laughs> I was... Going into today's episode, I was like, I'm not even going to send him any like prep because I just know that we're going to talk and it's going to be great. And like, I mean, we're already off to what a random ass tangent. (laughs) By the way, I love this. I love hearing your perspective on it.
3: Can I say how much fun it was to see you in Austin?
2: It's the best. What a great Um, time.
3: Have you told everybody how bad you were at golf?
2: Josh, you know, I I didn't know if
3: the competitive side of you had let that out of the bag yet or
2: uh, of course I have not said a word and was never going to say a word to the general public. Do you think that photo you took of me will ever go anywhere? Like that is for you <gasps> to harass me with through text and that is it. I am so ashamed. It killed me. You broke me down on a psychological level. Okay. Let me give some background for our listeners. So Josh and I were just at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival together in Austin and our hotel had a golf simulator. I
3: best hotel gym you've ever seen
2: best hotel gym I've ever seen it was unreal yeah. it was something else yeah. so they had a whole separate room where you could play golf I had never done a simulator before like that and I'm, I'm new I'm new to golf I had just done a driving range they only had a five iron and a seven iron
3: but crushing I, it in the driving range by the way I saw the video
2: thank you crushing it, crushing it. Thank you. My ego will totally, like, I am soaking that in very deeply right now because I know what's about to happen. And I got in front of that simulator with you. You were just nailing it doing so well. I get up there and think like, this is going to be fine. This is going to be just like the driving range. I'm, I'm getting a little bit better with this each time I could not hit that fucking ball to save my life. And eventually, not that far into our golf session, a notification popped up very large on the screen that said, you have reached your maximum number of swing, of swings for this session. How would you like to proceed? Basically like, hey, would you like to go back to your room now?
3: Yeah, we're was, done here. basically it was like, hey, you've taken enough shots for this hole. Why don't you go ahead and pick it up and move to the next hole? That's, and when I saw it come on screen, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Because I one thing I know about you, I know how competitive so I know that that was eating you up
2: it really, and I here's the thing. I was trying hard to not show that it was eating me up, and that's when i when I mean you broke me down psychologically, you went, "Hey, just so you know, I know how much this is bothering you, and I can tell how much you're trying to not let it show, and I just stood there feeling just so naked, just like just stripped me of all of my pride. I was like, okay, well.
3: Do you know how I knew that? I'm you. If that had been me, I would have been trying to laugh my way through it too. That's what we are, we're sad clowns.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Listen, you know, I recognize in other comedians what we all have. None of us jumped on stage for the first time because we felt good about ourselves. Definitely not. I wasn't like, I'm the most confident guy in the world. Let's go do comedy. Like, that's not a thing. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: yeah. So it's not your first choice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of was like, I know this person. Like, I, That's me right there. Trying to laugh through these, that 12 stroke hole.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> Which absolutely. makes it so
2: much more humiliating to think that I was doing a good job of being like, I look like I'm not taking this too seriously. I look like I'm, like I'm okay with what's happening and that I understand I'm not very experienced with this. And for you to have just been like, I see bitch Windex all over you. I see you right through you. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. this is humiliating.
3: By the way, a side note,
2: mm-hmm. not,
3: and I'm not being paid for this. Have you tried this lemonade?
2: No, if you are watching on YouTube, Suja?
3: It's just water, lemon, stevia, and cayenne. Ooh. It's so good.
2: You know where my mind is when I was like, would love to mix that with vodka.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I bet you that would be really good too. I bet you that would be. I I don't really drink anymore except I had a couple shots with you.
2: Can we talk about that? Like, how did... I was surprised that the next day you were, like, completely fine, but you had not had alcohol in how long? Like four, four years. Wow, okay. And so... Um, you you were already booked on the goddamn comedy jam in Austin, and I got thrown on with like forty five minutes notice. I yeah. was like, I ha- I'm going to take a shot, and you're like, you know it. what? I'll take a shot with you. I have it in for you, and I was like, what? Like you just did it. You that was such a casual decision. It seemed on your part.
3: You know, um, I'm not an alcoholic. I didn't stop because I I do make bad life decisions when I drink. And okay. so I just try to, I've learned that about myself. That's just not my best me. I don't like particularly who I am when I drink that much. Yeah. And so, well, I've changed so much in the last three years.
2: Yeah.
3: Where it wasn't a big deal. It's just like, yeah. it's just, I'm going to do this today. I'm not going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm enjoying myself in the moment. Yeah. And I know, you know what I mean? Like. I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, you fucking, no, life is, I'm the same person as I was yesterday as I am today. I just enjoyed a tequila last night, you know? Yeah. It really was not like, I don't hang on to things anymore.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. So, and I will have said this in the intro, but Delaney's wedding is this week. So she's, she's busy. She's doing stuff. And you were the first person that came to mind as somebody who I knew I could hop on and do just like a very effortless episode with because A, you and I, like we just talk easily anyway, but you have always, to me, when I think of just like a happy person, a positive person, somebody who I would be curious to know like what what you are doing in life to have the energy you have, you came to mind.
3: Figure Lending LLC DBA Figure Equal Opportunity Lender NMLS one seven one seven eight two four. terms and
0: conditions apply visit figure.com for more information for licensing information go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org
2: and so do you want to talk a little bit about kind of where you're at in life how you got there and just some things that have helped you be that person that seems to really radiate good energy
3: sure i appreciate you saying that by the way that's very nice yeah i it started with leaving los angeles okay Los Angeles had turned me into somebody that I didn't particularly like. I didn't know that until I left.
2: Oh, interesting. Usually I feel like it would be the reverse.
3: I, it was such a gradual, do you know what I mean? I think LA LA gradually changes. It's not like one, you know what I mean? You don't get off the bus from Indiana and the next day you're like, Mr. LA. It gradually changes, you know? And I am positive dude. And I hope you know this when I reach out to you about things that you happen for you or I'm genuinely happy.
2: Oh, yeah, I feel it. It's yeah, it's so genuinely nice. happy.
3: And I've always been that guy. And I've never felt like what happens for you means it can't happen to me. Totally. And I've always been an arms wide open dude. Yeah. And what had happened to me towards the end of there in L.A. And I didn't know this until I got to Nashville. I just had become a guy who was too worried about what other people were doing, what other people had. How come I wasn't on this podcast? How come I'm not friends with that dude? I'm funnier than that person. How come they're booking this? All that stuff, which is wasted energy. It It means nothing. It means nothing. And I wanted, I did tell Beth, I need to leave before my friend's success starts to bother me. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And I'm I hate that this is because it's contrary to a core belief of who I am. Yeah. Which is there's enough for everybody. Yeah. We all there's enough out there for us all to enjoy ourselves, for us all to be happy, for us all to live fulfilled lives.
2: Right. And
3: I had started to think that some of theirs should be some of mine. Yeah. And and I think you know, I, I was worried more about. I was really worried about. I turned into somebody who was really worried about who respects me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Especially peers-wise.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, and I started listening to this guy, who was he was really the genesis for me to start to heal a little bit. I started listening to this guy named Jim Fort, F-O-R-T-I-N. Okay. Annie Letterman actually turned me on.
2: Oh, nice.
3: Okay. And, um, y- you know, listening to his podcast just reaffirmed things that I had already forgotten that I knew, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And, you know, little things like, I, 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 this, you saw that gold fur coat I wore.
0: <laughs> yes. You
3: saw the outfit the night after with the silver leather jacket and blonde wig. Five years ago, I would have been too worried about other people really to to go that far for sure
2: that's so funny because i I feel like that you like the you you are now to me is so in alignment with who you truly are like to me, that just is like oh for sure Josh would do that. I would never question it
3: it is it it is it 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 feels look kelsey you know i i probably do when i headline shows i'll do like an hour 15 right Mm -hmm. and i'll do an hour of stand-up and then 15 minutes of guitar yeah and the guitar is so much fun and crushes but i didn't and i always wanted to pick one up and i was always too nervous about what other comics were
2: yeah
3: and so like this shift of not caring Yo, know jim fortin says something uh, on one of his podcasts which struck me which is a no matter what when you walk out of the house you're getting judged no matter what yeah. right so if you're getting judged and 50 of the people are going to like you 50 percent are get judged for what you like to do get judged yeah. for who you want to be don't get judged for pretending to be somebody else you're going to get judged in a positive and negative way, no matter who you are. Yeah. So why don't you just pick the one you like?
2: Oh my God, that's great! You were just telling me before. I was like, "Hey, do you have like a motivational quote you like or don't like?" And you're like, "Don't like any quotes. That's well, like it's a kind of, perfect it's, quote."
3: <laughs> that's more of like a like a. I'm not sure if it's that like I got the quote exact, but just that idea of yeah, yo, like who the fuck cares? And and all of that is super. Freeing. Yeah. The,
2: that's huge.
3: Huge, especially for our standup. Yeah. That's what really hit me where it was, I was like, ah.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh I, I didn't, didn't even think, think when you initially said that I was thinking more, um, like socially, cause you were talking about, you yeah. know, wanting the respect of your peers and that's such a huge component of standup. It, it's this almost like 50% of it is the the socializing end and the social media and being worried if people like you or not and um I didn't even th- think about how freeing that is also for the fact that like not everybody's gonna like your stand up either so you might as well just do what feels best to you
3: you know Mitch Hedberg you know who Mitch Hedberg is well, yes of course so I know Mitch and I remember him he took a van ride around the country yeah social media and all this, but this dude named Chart Hogan, and they went and popped mics, and he you know would get food from clubs if they cleaned up and all this shit, right? Yeah. He go back, came back to Seattle, and I remember him telling me, and I'm gonna this is a paraphrasing Yeah. But he was like, I'm a 15%, and I, go, I don't know what that means. And he goes, I learned that sight unseen, 15% of the rooms gonna like me, 85% has no idea. Now I just got to get those 15% together. And I was like, yep, oh. that's it. That's it, wow. right? Like, wow! You're, you're weeding people out every show until you hit a certain level, Chappelle, Burr, whoever. You're weeding people out every show.
2: Yeah.
3: Whether you know it or not. Yeah. So, and, right, you're weeding people out. There are people who leave both of our shows. They're like, nah, that's, that one wasn't for
2: me. Yeah, of course.
3: But you want that to happen when you're being your authentic self. Because if, you, if that's happening when you're being fake, when you're being your authentic self, you've already lost those other people. And now you're going to lose some more. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like.
2: Also, what a wild number that Mitch Hedberg chose. To <laughs> 15%. One of the yeah. most, you know, beloved successful standups of all time. And he's saying that he feels... Like he was only getting 15% of the room before he, you know, had grown up and yet he became who he became. So yep. that d- it does really take that pressure off. Cause it's like, yeah, fuck. Even if like a small amount were to like you, if you can just continue to amass those small amounts show to show, you're going to have a following.
3: You know, you know what else? Like it's all so. comics especially we're always looking we're we're never focused on what we have right now yeah which is i'm gonna tell you something right about you and by the way what what's happened over you for the last two years has been amazing and the amount of work you put in you Mm -hmm. have really honed your voice on social media where people are like oh this i know this person i know what to expect Mm -hmm. from this person from their like it's great just know that like These are the type of things we don't think of as performers because we're always worried about what we don't have. Kelsey, Cook, I want to tell you something. You are in the 1% of people who have ever tried to do this job. (laughs) Yeah. You make a living doing it. You're in the 1%. That's
2: crazy. What are we talking
3: about? What are we talking about? And so instead of that, what we're programmed to think about is what, but what about the upper half of the one percent? But you're in the fucking one percent, dude. <laughs> what else? What else are we doing? It's you know true. what I mean? It's and true. and like, yeah, that thing with Mitch. But it just shows you that, like, just stay true to yourself. Joey Diaz didn't make money until he was fifty three. Crazy. But he just stuck to who he was.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we get so zoomed in on like the FOMO aspect of it and what we're not doing. And you are so right that if you zoom out statistically to, to be able to make a living at that standup is like impossible because it's such a, <laughs> it's such a specific business. There's no path. I've, I've mentioned before on the show that it's so different than like a lot of my friends became nurses and, and worked in, in medicine. And it's like, There's a direct path. It's very clear. It's like you go to this school and then you do that program. Then you get that job. Stand up. It's like, you just are a lunatic publicly for years. You just say shit into a microphone and hope that people like it. And you just, you see.
3: (laughs) You, You know, like, here's what I know. You're still a really young person. Thanks. You, yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. I don't, <laughs> okay, I wouldn't say really, I just turned 33. I'm not like that, that young, but.
3: Young, know, especially for stand-up. Young, young, like, and so your future, this right here, this is as great as it's going and it is, this is your base, Kelsey. <laughs> this is the base of the pyramid. You're just beginning this journey, right? How cool is that? And so sometimes I think what we forget is, Instead of looking at the journey as, yo, I'm, a, I'm about to dominate these next 10 years.
2: Yeah.
3: You're thinking about what you don't have, what you haven't done, what, right?
2: What I'm not, I'm, oh, I'm like, what am I not doing? Like what is slipping through the cracks? What is?
3: Yo, something's always slipping through the cracks, but let's talk about what you are doing.
2: Yeah. Think
3: about where you were two years ago and where you are now.
2: Yeah, big difference.
3: Your representation, the amount of people who come to your show, your social media, you just your presence. Yeah. Right. So
2: you're so nice.
3: <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, this is for all of us Yeah. perspective. Yeah. Because if I had told you two years ago, hey, in two years, this is what's going to happen, you'd be like, is that, and I've been like, is that okay with you? You'd be like, yeah, that's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. But instead of patting ourselves on the back or you taking yourself out to dinner or being like, you know what, I deserve a fucking spa. You know where I was two years ago and look where I am today? Yeah. Instead, we wake up like, no. What do I have to do today? You know
2: what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and you were you were talking about LA and how it really—it's such a pressure cooker for that rat race mentality because you're surrounded by it all the time. And yeah. I do think it it really can be um, a huge drawback to enjoying success and just mental well being overall. So you and I have both left LA now and we had, you know, conversation in Austin about how neither of us have been happier than we are now. So tell me about, you were you were talking about that you knew you wanted to leave LA and you knew why. What have you learned since leaving LA about yourself and what brings you true joy?
3: Um, I've just really reintroduced myself to me.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: I am oddly so much more in touch with my feelings and my emotions now. Yeah. I think it's really important to tell people what you think about them. I, I'm not sure why we wait till someone's dead. Yeah. Because you know what else, man? Part of our job is to make each other feel good. Yeah. And, and, and if you're telling somebody, you, you know, how you feel about them and just like, hey, I think you're really funny. I really respect what you do.
2: Yeah.
3: I know how that makes me feel. Do
2: yeah. You know what I mean?
3: And oh, it, yeah. And, and so why not? And so yeah. I've free learned that. Are free. Yeah. What I've really learned is that we get one ride on this rock. Mm-hmm. How do you want to spend it? Do yeah. you want to spend it as an angry person? Or what? Do you want to spend it angry at people you've never met and will never meet? The fucking libtards or whoever it is you're mad at. <laughs> do you want to be mad at this boogeyman? Right. That, do you want to buy into the fear? Or do you want to go like, yo, step outside? It's pretty great out there. Right. Do you know what I mean? It And the, your friends, they're pretty fucking great.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
3: And so just it's perspective. Yeah. And so I've just remembered to just enjoy this life. Yeah. yeah. What else are you waiting on? Do you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, is
3: it? Is it? I, I don't know. I'm not Shirley MacLaine. I don't believe that I'm coming back as a cat.
0: This is it.
3: <laughs> So if I want to wear that gold fur coat and take some mushrooms and go sing a journey song, that's what I'm going to do.
2: Yeah. It's and, awesome.
3: And, and I have had, especially recently, a lot of people ask me about, you know, when you going to grow up, you fucking, and I would tell you this, my lifestyle and who I am and how I act, if it had any effect on my day-to-day life, My relationship with my wife, my kids, my business. Other than that, mind your own fucking business.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You know? And I'm in, yeah. Yeah.
3: I, you know, I got pretty sick over a couple months ago. I feel like I'm getting back in shape. Like, I just feel good.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I came, I saw the end of your show at moon tower or one of them. And so I got to see you on stage with a guitar and it's so special. Like the, the energy in that room, people were so happy. They were having so much fun. It was so, it was so much more than just a stand up show. And I'm really happy that you have started bringing a guitar on stage because, um, not everybody can do that. Yeah. You know, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, it was. I was in the back of the room smiling, you know, grabbing some photos of you and just being like, oh, I'm so glad I got to at least catch the end of this and see because as headliners, it's like we're so many of us are friends and yet we very rarely get to experience what somebody's actual like headlining show is like on a road, on the road. And that was really cool to see. And I will say, I think from like the outside looking in, some of the things I notice about you that are inspiring to me in terms of just trying to maintain day-to-day, you know, happiness and all of that is you have a really solid family life. Yeah. Like you have a podcast with your son, which is so cool, mm-hmm. the Hey Man podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And that you're just mentioning like people are like oh when are you going to grow up, but I feel like you being as Playful as you are, whether that's like taking mushrooms or just wearing a fucking bucket hat or whatever, whatever you feel like doing. But it, like so many of us get so, and I'm including myself, I can sometimes just take myself too seriously, as in the golf simulator. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and I'm trying, and, and that's all rooted, at least for me, in being afraid of what people think of me, um, being insecure in just like letting go and letting loose and having fun and seeing you just like do whatever the fuck you wanna do. And you just seem like you're always having a pretty fucking good time and it's cool to see.
3: I appreciate that. I really, and I wanna mention what you said about my show. About five years ago, my stage show changed, not just because of the guitar. I made a slight shift in my presentation, in my delivery. about five years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna talk to them like I talk to my friends.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That's it. This is, this is not gonna be a presentation, a, a show.
2: Yeah. I want, people in, I
3: want people to have leave having fun, yeah. and I want them to feel like they just heard a buddy of theirs tell a bunch of stories.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And so and the, Yeah, the storytelling I think is a really natural. Yeah, for me. That. yeah Yeah.
3: and so but you are when you say people are having fun that is my goal my go you know what's crazy when i i used to coach jacob's baseball teams Mm
0: -hmm.
3: and i remember one of the dads asked me what's the goal i go the goal is that everybody all these kids want to play next year that's the only goal that they have enough fun where they want to play again next year because none of them are playing professional baseball Not a fucking one. Your kid, not that kid. (laughs) Not a fucking one of these kids. I played college baseball, so I I get some talent, right? Oh no, there are some some decent baseball players. Nobody's Derek Jeter, okay? (laughs) So how about they just have a good time?
0: Right.
2: If we
3: win, great. But I want them all to want to play next year.
2: Yeah. And that's
3: really my approach for everything now, which is. Yo, yo, Let's if we're here, let's enjoy ourselves. Let, what what yeah. makes you have fun? Let's do that. Did do you know. see Beth and I redid our vows?
2: Yes, I saw the little um, clip on Instagram. It looked so fun. Right, like why not? Yeah. One. How long you guys been married now?
3: Eighteen years.
2: Oh my gosh! Congratulations.
3: Is it eighteen years? It's eighteen years.
2: That's amazing. Um, but yeah, exactly. It's like why fucking not that looked like it was a blast
3: so much fun more fun than hanging out here at my house on a tuesday (laughs) you know what i mean like (laughs) so much more fun we don't have any of that cool shit here at the house
2: well there's no rules it's like you could go renew your vows every year if you wanted like why not
3: there's no look obviously as you get older you know there isn't that you know electricity that when you first meet yeah but that doesn't mean you still can't be playful and have fun you know yeah and so we try to do that we're going to puerto vallarta this weekend
2: amazing yeah i was gonna that's another great thing to ask is how do you have tips for long-term relationships on how to do that? I mean, obviously going to Puerto Vallarta is a great, <laughs> a great thing to do, I'm sure. But yeah, just you just try and do new things, and you know.
3: Well, here's a couple things. One, there's going to be ebbs and flows. Yeah, there are going to be times where you're like, I fucking hate this person. <laughs> I fucking hate them. <laughs> and then you have to remember, oh no 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 no. This is just a person who can push my buttons, you know, because I love them so much.
2: Yeah. They can
3: it's also family. they can also push me further this way to hate than any anybody I know, right? Because I right. care. A stranger can't get me that way because I don't care what they're saying.
2: Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. don't
3: have my last name. You can say whatever the fuck you want to me. I, it's not going to bother me. I don't know you. Right. Your opinion, I hate to say it, your opinion of me doesn't doesn't matter to right right and so but i would say know that there's ebbs and flows
0: yeah
3: understand that it's not important to be right all of the time because you're not even when you think you are and if you're a person who can never say i'm sorry or you can never admit to doing something wrong your relationships are not going to last. Yeah, Because I don't, honestly, if you can never admit you're wrong, I don't trust you. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't trust you because I know you're wrong sometimes. So right. are you just never admitting, like, so what else do we hide? Like, so like for me, it's be kind to each other. It's okay to be wrong Yeah. and stay playful.
2: Yeah, that's great. Those are great. That's tips.
3: It. You know, and, and she and I, like, she lets me be me that's another thing. Like you can't marry somebody and then be like, cool, but now this is what you need to change. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. You just married me. (laughs) Now I have to change. Like that makes no sense. You said I do better or worse. You just get the whole package. Right. I think it's unfair for people to expect somebody else to change post marriage.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, One more thing. And then, and then we'll wrap up, but You were talking before the uh, relationship stuff about kind of like having goals and coaching the baseball team, and be like, I just want them to come back. Um, Do you know Dan Cummins? Yeah. Okay. So so great, and I I love his podcast so much, and he did a like an end of year episode. I don't know if it was this past year than before, but he talked about getting clear on your why, and that was a really a really good episode for me to hear at that time because I was kind of transitioning out of leaving LA and like, I needed to have that talk with myself of remembering why I'm doing what I'm doing, because I think if you forget, and this is for stand up or any career or any major thing in your life, I think is just remembering why you are choosing to do the things you're doing. And if the answer to that, when you ask is not something that you value, then then why are you doing it?
3: That's a great one.
2: Yeah, like why, why are we trying to get X amount of followers on social media? Like if that's something we're trying to do, why is that important to us? Why is touring important to us? Why, just because that is a different answer for everybody. And I think it helps you sometimes let certain things that actually don't matter fall to the wayside and you can sure. focus on shit that you actually do care about.
3: Wow, Sorry, good I was,
2: one! I was just thinking of that when you were talking about goals and stuff. But
3: yeah, that's a good one.
2: Yeah, um, thank you so much for coming back on. Because you you did an episode. I'm trying to think of when that was. But did you come I on think. and talk about like mushrooms or something? Or did I did mushrooms? one over
3: quarantine with was the three. It a quarantine of episode. Yeah,
2: and yeah, it was yeah. great. Um, that's when we had the whole group. Um, but it was so nice to have you back on and just like kind of talk more in depth about. Just, you know, like...
3: I like talking to you, man.
2: I know, same. This is so nice. Thank you for doing it.
3: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it very much. And um, good luck out there. I can't wait to see your special.
2: Thank you. I know, I'm excited for it to come out. Um, Plug your podcast and website and all of that.
3: So I do a podcast with my son, Jacob, called Hey Man. And that's with three (laughs) A's. Um, And it's really just fun. It's really just... He and I have a really unique relationship. Yeah. And, um, it's funny, but it's, you know, he, he admits things to me that I didn't like that. Did he admitted that he walked in on me and Beth.
2: We talked about this in Austin. Yeah.
3: And he was 17. <laughs>
2: that's so like, he's so old. He's like an adult seeing his parents having sex. That's a, that's a thing to see. <laughs>
3: yeah. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. Um, and so, so he admits things to me, but we also have a lot of good we just have a lot of good banter. He knows yeah. how to push my buttons and like nobody else. Yeah. Uh, comedianjoshwolf.com for tour dates. I'm out on the road a bunch. Uh, when is this coming out?
2: This comes out June 20th.
3: No idea what's going on after that. <laughs> uh, <but> com- <laughs> oh, San Antonio that last week in June. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, yes. But uh, comedianjoshwolf.com for tour dates. The shows are so much fun. Kelsey, somebody came on stage with me this weekend and took out her eyeball
2: what what okay
3: okay, okay. Is and the then i'll let you go in the
2: caribbean okay. shit. what
3: so like saturday night late shows for me they get loose i'll t- I take 100 milligram edible
2: <laughs> i sock it loose, yeah, I sock it
3: loose. loose. That's right. <laughs> so i do something every now and then called a dance off i bring three people on stage okay i play a song on the guitar i have them do interpretive dance to the song and oh, the okay. winner earns their server a hundred dollars from me.
2: Oh, right? That's fantastic. That's so it's, great.
3: It's fun. So, and I always play, I want it that way by backstreet. Perfect. And so, because it's hard to dance. To. And, and so I always ask the people three questions. How do you rate yourself as a dancer? One through 10. Give me one word that would describe you as a dancer sure. and your best dance move. And so the woman, she goes, my best dance move is called The Cyclops. And I'm like, huh. And I oh ask the audience. God. I go, does anyone want to get on stage and give their interpretation of what they think? Because I had no idea what that was going to look like, right? I go, Cyclops, huh? So she gets on stage, she starts dancing, and then she just, poop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: Popped out her fucking eye. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to release this on. I cannot wait to release that video. Oh,
2: it, I, I'm going to be fucking both eyes, not just one open looking for it because damn.
3: She popped it out. By the way, a couple different types of eyes. I didn't know that, but I'll. I'll... What? Yeah, there's a round, like a whole eye. Uh-huh. And then there's like almost like just like a, a flap that comes. It's like a thin piece
2: of. Oh, my God. Okay, if that's not the best promo to get people to your shows, like truly, what do? What I else you want to see? I mean, I just reposted the video of the guy humping my poster, the homeless guy humping my poster outside, I and I was love like, "Love that!" What? I can't create better content than this. This just happened to happen and was sent to me by many people.
3: So good. Like, I, I love the different music I've heard laid over it. Like, because each one gives me different, I'm like a different experience. I'm like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay.
2: It's a different mood each. Yeah. And that was from the people who sent it to me. Like I, it I, was, don't, I didn't put the music to that. Oh. I got so many clips that night from people and they had put their own. It was like their own thing. It, it was crazy.
3: So good. <laughs> well, congratulations.
2: Okay. Thank you so much. My parents are thrilled. So happy. So proud. Um, But yeah, you guys, please go see Josh on the road. It's truly, it's like a stand-up show, and then some. It's it's an experience. It's awesome. So go see him. Yes, and thank you so much for doing the show again. This was so nice. I appreciate you anytime. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to that conversation with Josh, it's, you know, it's a silly light episode. We didn't get too deep into anything, uh, anything heavy, but I hope that maybe, maybe that's uh, something you needed this week was something not too heavy. Cause I know sometimes on the podcast, we cover some uh, heavier, darker things. So anyway, he's just a, an absolute, Ray of sunshine of a human being, and it was great to talk to him again. So be sure to go check out his website and his podcast. We have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from uh, Man Abe <laughs> says, I just started listening to this podcast and I'm back in 2017. Wow, but can't wait to binge and get caught up. I also love the book recommendations. Oh, thank you so much. Wow. So I believe that. That means you're on our first year because this month marks five years of the show. So yeah, you are in a you are listening to an entirely different show. <laughs> our long time listeners know how much the show has changed over the course of five years. So um I, I hope that you're enjoying it and having fun. Thank you so much for being a new listener. And as always, you guys, if you have not left us an iTunes review, you, can leave one and then possibly have it read on the show and it just helps the show so much. It's a free, easy way to help the show. Um, you can also join our Patreon if you're looking to support the show further and be a part of the show even more. That way you get to suggest topics that we talk about on the show, suggest quotables, all of that. So that is patreon.com patreon.com/selfhelpless. self helpless. Okay. Head to calcacook.com, get those tour date tickets and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye